Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome on into The Point with Kristen Burr, presented by Dance Network and Popcorn Talk. We are so excited you guys are joining us here today. And we're live. We weren't sure if we're going to be live, but we're live, so this is even more exciting. And we are kind of putting a little button on the whole Season 3 World of Dance season <laughs> by having Darian and Madison join us today. You guys, welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank I know. You, you guys us. are putting a cap on the season for me. Cap- Yes, a cap. I like it. <laughs> um, and Darian, obviously, we had you on the AfterBuzz TV World of Dance After Show, so mm-hmm. we might go touch on a few things that we talked about there. But cool. now we have Madison kind of joining the equation. So mm-hmm. thanks for coming. I know. Happy to be here. I uh, know. We're excited about this. You know, I, I always like to ask everyone that's done World of Dance. You guys have had a lot of time to kind of marinate in this because you filmed it in the fall of 2018, mm-hmm. and then kind of had to wait this whole time for it to play out. Overall, can you kind of just give me an idea of like how you feel about the entire season now that you can kind of look back and give it some perspective? The biggest thing we feel, I mean, at least I feel, is I feel grateful for the experience because it pushed us as creators. Like We had to create, you know, something new every week and we didn't bring anything that we had already choreographed. So we were like, all right, another week back in the studio. <laughs> and we couldn't really celebrate our victories right after because we just had to think about what the next piece was going to be. So now looking back on it, it's nice to just appreciate the work that we did and be like, all things considered, we're proud. Yeah, We did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like one of the craziest things was we relearned, what was it, Call Out My Name? Or, we, we were rehearsing at Woo because we did, um, we did an oh. interview with KTLA. And when we did our first run through of it, we were like, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we really left no room for error in any of our pieces. You, got, you gave yourself a big challenge yeah. and you rose to that challenge, which yeah. is pretty incredible. Um, going back to, to the beginning, um, are there things that you would do differently in terms of choreography? Because I know you were saying you were choreographing week to week. Now, mm. people take very different approaches. Last week with Unity LA, Tassandra's like, I came in with 10 numbers, totally. which is ridiculous, honestly. But they started rehearsing last May, mm-hmm. and then they would sort of, you know, okay, this might work. We got music clearance for this. This is what we'll do. Right. Would you do a strategy like that again? Or what you did worked well for you, and you wouldn't do it any differently? Choreographically, I feel it's our process is we struggle. We struggle the first four or five days, and then... Right before we actually do, what is it, a a camera block on stage, we're like, this is the piece. We figured it out. And then we're like, this is good. The one thing that was the hardest struggle was finding a song. Because NBC is just very particular on the music that gets accepted and copyright reasons, all that. And then, like, it's a several-part process. mm -hmm. Like, NBC has to clear the song, and then, like, the artist has to clear the song. And then it's like, like, our producer would text us and be like... Your song is fifty percent cleared. You know, like, <laughs> You're like, so, so are we gonna get it? <laughs> we're like, so the first half or the second half or like, <laughs> right? You're like, yeah, yeah. Are we closer to the end or do? Right. So, uh, what is that struggle like in terms of choreography? Because, 
are you just kind of like we're just going to do movement in our brain because there Mm -hmm. are certain moments in a song where there's a crescendo and maybe you want to have a big move there um, and then you want to have softer moments I've got to imagine that's a bit of a challenge when you're running up against time it was it was definitely one of the biggest challenges was the music and like the cool thing was for call out my name uh, or the cut round we didn't really like we weren't super sold on the song and we were like I don't know like uh, and then because the original song we had wanted to use was not cleared until it was said that it was cleared and then last minute they're like actually it's not but this song is for sure cleared and so was like, it, like, it looks your, like this is your only option was this your b song at all like where you're like oh, okay we'll just do call out your name it was on it was on the list but it yeah, wasn't it wasn't our first choice so we were we had a lot of like struggle just seeing what we could do with that song and we didn't feel like it built properly and we're like oh we were so stuck that week was the hardest week for for us isn't that funny and that was such a nice piece too because i felt like it really contrasted what you had done in the earlier Mm -hmm. rounds and so i kind of felt like it was a pivotal piece to get you to divisional finals and yeah that's that's how we felt too because at the end of it i was like this is my favorite thing we've done (laughs) isn't that funny how it works out sometimes and sometimes i think the struggle Gives you an artistic breakthrough yes. that um, you needed and you didn't know you needed. Mm-hmm. So true. Can you tell us what the song was that you originally wanted? The song was If I Ever Fall in Love Again by Shy. Ooh. It's like, ooh, da doo 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 doo. It was an a cappella cover. So this was the problem was we had the original song cleared, but it was full, it was a really full song. And then the song that we had wanted was an acapella version, which was really syncopated, and it was just really bare bones. And they were like, that song doesn't get cleared. We're like, no. Like, can't you just do it with the other one? We're like, no, you don't understand. It's totally different. Yeah, like mortified when we were in yeah. there and they played the other version. And we're we were staring like, at each we other like, like, this is not the right version of the song. Not our style. <laughs> not what we yeah. want. I, and, you know, and it's hard, too, because you're on a TV show and you're, you're working with producers mm-hmm. and you don't want to be trouble which we always right. yeah i don't want to totally. be difficult yes um but there are also things of standing up for yourself as an artist yes. too that's an amazing point because we had to learn that along the way in terms of being interviewed and you know you're put in this spotlight and you feel in the beginning like you have to be this person that you've been created on a huge platform to be and so you start to adjust your answers in a way that favors what you think they would want and then you're like, why, why do I feel this pressure? And we started to learn the system in a sense of how, okay, we can say no to certain questions or we can actually ask for more time because this is our art and it's beyond the TV show. It's beyond the, the fame and the platform. It's like we actually have to look good out there and we don't want to hurt ourselves too. You want to be authentic and true to who yeah. you are and represent. Yes, who, yeah. When people meet you in person, you want to you want to be that person. You want to be like, oh well, what you saw on TV was totally different, right? <laughs> yeah. The first day we said no in an interview, we both left the interview and we were like, we said no. <laughs> we can say no. We, we, why didn't we ever realize we could say no sometimes? <laughs> right. uh, well, I think the the way the system is set up too, because you are you have this amazing opportunity on NBC, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is yeah. broadcast television. It's J Lo, and I. Yeah. I think I would do. T- I would question myself too, thinking, yeah. "Well, I'm supposed to say yes in this situation, or I'm supposed to do this." But then mm-hmm. you start thinking, "Wait a minute, 
I don't want to say yes. Yeah. There's something inside of you and it's your gut feeling and it's yeah. like churning and it's like maybe not. Yeah, Oprah, Oprah's <laughs> always telling not. you to go with your gut instinct. Yeah. And Oprah's always right, isn't she? Always. <laughs> always. It's, I know it's, her so well. Yes, I exactly. So well. I was having tea with her the other day and you know what she told me. <laughs> no, well, it feels like that in your living room sometimes. You watch some of the old episodes, but she always gave like advice like that and, you said that, and I think she gives you permission and you're like, well, if Oprah said it then right <laughs> totally it's and totally it's going that way um you know something interesting last week unity la um we were talking and i can't remember if the whole exchange happened on camera or off camera but they said we wanted to talk to darian and madison so much oh. um during the season isn't this interesting well, i know nice. and they felt like we didn't get to see them because we were in different divisions yes um that's but true. ashley and zach felt like after divisional finals, where yes. the little stumble happened, yes. they had had stumble. something that happened in season two to them, oh. where Ashley had gotten caught up in, they had the big, um, what's the word I want to use, but, you know, it's a prop, like a it's a prop uh, not like a prop, it kind of hung, the, the t- large like the ribbon, ribbon kind of thing, yes, yes. I don't even know what curtain. Is yeah, whatever. Silk? But she, silk. It was a silk. Thank <laughs> you. That's it. We we're we're going to get there too. I was like, <laughs> it's like a word game here. Um, so that she had a silk and she, her foot got caught in, mm. and she did a little trip and they sat there and they lived with it for right. a really long time and it was why they wanted to come back for season three. Oh, I and they talked that. With, I know, isn't this crazy? Amazing. So this was a whole thing. Um, and coming back with the Unity LA and doing something a little bit different mm-hmm. and they felt like they just wanted to share with you like their experience yeah. and how it came out and, and wanted to make sure you guys didn't beat yourself up about it. Totally. So, how did you beat yourself up about it? Oof. Have you moved beyond it? It's a, but this is legitimate yeah. because this happens all the time and I it's, know, it's, it's like real. It's nightmare. <laughs> but at the time is what it felt like. It was like it's like anything drastic in your life, a breakup or you know any sort of mess up, and it just feels like the biggest thing, and you have nothing to do but sit and swallow it. And every time I thought back to that episode, I was left with, like, this awful feeling even from the whole show after I left. And I was like, why would I let something so small completely alter my whole incredible experience? But in the moment, it felt like the biggest deal in the world. And when we look back on it, we just high-five ourselves for trying something really new and hard. And the whole routine in and of itself, we didn't get to celebrate enough because we just kept honing in on this one... when. It's a fraction of a moment too. It's It's such a moment. And the crazy part was once it once it had happened, nothing else mattered for the judges or anything. It was just like they checked out. Yeah, missed. I mean, and it was at the end, so they had watched the whole dance. But our only feedback was about. I also do when I look back on it and I think back to that feeling. I feel like I was radiating this energy of like disappointment and like fury and all these feelings. And when Derek had direct, he noticed that, he felt it, and he was like, what's going on? Granted, they might have just known already, but I think that us calling attention to it created this, you know, focus on that one idea. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, and so I think when I look back, I wish, one thing I do wish is that it wasn't what I brought so much attention to as well, what we together could have just been like, yeah, that last move actually didn't work out so well. 
and that's that. Yeah, and we saw the really rehearsal is. of it. It looks amazing. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. and well, and I think too from a viewer perspective, and just to give you guys a little bit more like of a icing yeah. on the cake to it, like I when I think of you guys, I don't think of that. Right. So <laughs> I went oh, back today to and I was watching all of um, the videos and mm-hmm. I think the divisional final thing is actually off the internet too. It's been removed, by the way. Oh, really? It, which means music clearance. Mm. It was, oh. It they only had a limited time to use it on YouTube. So shame. it's gone. Shame. Um, and, and nobody has, there's no, shame. I know, you're like, shame, too bad, bye. Uh, I couldn't find a, a viewer who had copied it and thrown it up on YouTube either. So mm. it's not there. But, you know, I, I watched everything from um, the qualifiers and the duels and the mm-hmm. cut. And, and that's what I remember. I mean, for me, the duels was one of my favorite Oh, thank pieces. you. That was one of our favorites, too. Was it really? I'm yeah. going to tell you why I loved it. Because it was like, you guys had this really wonderful balance between the tricks that you do, and then this great like moment where there was a breakdown in the music, and you guys just started like dancing. Oh. Like, dancing across that stage. And I always like will rewind back to that moment, because I'm like, here comes the breakdown. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that, because one of our, like, one of our fears was to be like, we don't want it to be like trick central and then now we dance. We always wanted to to be dancing regardless. Like the whole thing was a dance. But we were aware of the fact that, you know, the interpretation of two bodies that are constantly using each other as partnering could almost appear just by the YouTube comments like gymnastic-y. Mm-hmm. That's how people would say. Feels mm-hmm. like fluid gymnastics. Briar got a lot of this too. You're not the yeah. uh, the king's got a lot of this. This is not it's hard yeah. on a yeah. show like that when you know there's this pressure to have wow moments. And we talked about this with Derek. Like, what is a wow moment? How do you define it? Is it a trick? Maybe a lot of people fall on tricks for a wow moment. Another thing could be this build up, and it's an emotional moment. Um, Which is kind of the direction we went after our mentoring mm-hmm. session with him. He told us he was like, you need to give me like a wow moment. Yeah. You know that thing where you, wow. <laughs> That's a Derek thing, too. Derek's eyes. <laughs> and, um, and he said that to us, and we, like, went, and we were like, what does this even mean? What are we going to do? It doesn't even make sense with the piece to have, like, a wow right there. So, like, I did this big dive roll over her when <laughs> That was she one ducked. option. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> we were exhausted at the hotel rehearsing on, like, a cement floor yeah, kind always of a good idea in a lobby somewhere right? yeah. couldn't find any space so we're like we need to figure this out and we, and, and like we were at the end of the rehearsal i had stepped on glass and we were both just oh my tired. gosh i remember that and and we were like you know what maybe it's just that i like go to grab your hand and you snatch it away and we were like wait is that actually it is that it and then he was like you guys surprised me you gave me a wow with a moment rather than right. a trick yeah, that's right, and and that's the thing. We we literally interpret interpret uh, the wow moment to be mm-hmm. oh that's a trick in my brain, mm-hmm. but the wow moment can be simplicity, totally, or it can be a breath, or mm-hmm. it can... yeah, that's a good lesson right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek's a really good mentor. He is. It was great. He really. I mean, we got to partner for a little bit, and he had gave, given us a few ideas about. You know, just different ways for Darian to maybe not come off as like, I'm the guy that's lifting. And we always try to avoid that when it comes to a, a male and female contemporary, mm-hmm. you know, duo, which the male ends up taking all the the lifting and the girl gets to look pretty. Where it's just like park and play. Like, right. if you watch him, he's just standing in one spot. Right. And so we always were like, okay, if we're partnering, 
how do I not look like a tree? Just standing <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, <laughs> support me. <laughs> Here I go. Here's another one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's great, though, because, I mean, I think Derek has a really good eye to choreography. I just went mm-hmm. to see his show on Saturday. Oh, how was it? It was great. <laughs> and he utilized a lot of different choreographers, obviously, but um, he... It was 90 minutes of pretty much nonstop dance. Mm-hmm. He had, he had a couple moments where you know he had to take it down because otherwise you would have been hit right. over the head with like yes. so much intense dance. But um, I thought that the flow was really good, and I was like, you know, Derek along with Nappy Tabs like work mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and they Love understand them. how to put yeah. a show together. So even just yeah. that little like, don't necessarily take a wow moment as this right. big huge thing that you have to do and i totally. think sometimes because world of dance everything is like yes. dance on steroids we get <laughs> I, I mean yeah. i think as an artist if i were in your situation i probably would have interpreted it as like i need to like do right. something that i haven't done before mm-hmm. yeah i think i think that there's so much um misconception with you know a tv show like that where the stage behind you is already almost outshining you because of these bright lights and you know it's an led screen and you feel this pressure to constantly be at a 100 mm-hmm. and you only have a minute and 30 up there too so you're like well if how, they give you that. that much room for subtlety <laughs> yeah exactly so i think there's just it's an effective choreographic approach of how to be subtle and still be big and impacting and keep the audience drawn in and the judges i mean what reads on camera is so different from what reads on that stage live. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And you've got the, you have to worry about choreographing in the round on top yeah. of that. Yeah. It, it's a big factor, actually. There are yes. a lot of rehearsals where we're like, do we stay facing the judges? Do we perform out to the audience? Right. And eventually we settled on that since this is going to be digested by mostly like a the internet medium rather than or the audience watching it on a screen, mm-hmm. we were like, we should kind of always be performing to the camera, but in, like, subtle ways. Like, we were trying to figure out judges, camera, or, like, audience. So, it's not an easy balance on that yeah. stage whatsoever. I mean, I've got to imagine that there there are probably moments you're thinking, this is going to look great right here, and then you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, when, you, when get we watch the playback, we're like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> not the best that right work there. Out? <laughs> right there but it is an amazing feeling to be surrounded by people when you're performing yes you know like everywhere you look and the the pounding on the stage i mean there's it is an overwhelming experience to be a performer on that stage i think it was one of my favorite things was walking out like there's Mm. just a a real moment when you walk out how loud it gets when you break from that hallway (laughs) into the room all of a sudden you're like oh my you're like I'm here yeah aren't you glad you had each other I think that the soloist Mm -hmm. is got to be a very lonely competition only because you sit there and you when you have those highs you have no one to really share it with maybe your parents or your friends that are there and then when you have a low you're like oh gosh Mm -hmm. you know maybe you have a choreographer supporting you but it's 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 not not easy it's also just a lot of waiting like yeah Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is we have our individual rooms that we sit in and we wait in. And one of the dancers we really connected with was Poppin' John. I love him. I felt like he was a trio in our group Mm because we would just hang out all the time. And I mean, I definitely felt like if I was alone up there, it would be a whole nother game, a whole nother experience. Mm -hmm. I've got to imagine the stage feels lonely some days if you're thinking, I'm not sure how this... 
yeah. routine was just interpreted by the judges. Yeah. You know, that, that moment of just waiting to hear mm. their feedback totally. and scores. That's oh, yeah, that moment too. is long. So long. You're like, can I just know what you thought already? <laughs> They're like, no, hold. And that's cut on the show. You don't see that wait time when you watch the actual show because no one wants to sit through that. But well, I also thought it was interesting when I, I went to watch um, during, it was during the cut round, and I was interested to see how the judges still do a lot of interacting as they're voting, like especially J-Lo and Derek yeah. talk a lot. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, what are they saying? Yeah. Um, I feel like she's like, no. <laughs> slide. <laughs> slide. Let me take your finger. Hold on. I don't know. It, it was it was interesting watching the banter go back and forth. I felt like Neo was kind of on the outside of what uh-huh, J-Lo and distant. Derek were saying sometimes. So Yeah. I also thought when I look back on, because... Sometimes I read the YouTube comments just out of curiosity. To, to the kill yourself? Because it's, it's like... <laughs> just, just to understand what people say, what people feel about the show. And, you know, a lot of them are, why do you guys cut so much to the judges? Which the show will inevitably do that or it won't. It's up to the show. But also the, you know, the three judges that they have, which is Neo, J-Lo, and Derek. And I'm sitting there wondering, okay, why is this particular group chosen like why are they representative of a general eye and I feel now that I look back on it a lot of people you know pointed out Neo and they were like what does Neo have to say about dance and I think Neo is an amazing representation of the general public yes you know yeah someone who may not know all the terms he may not have the most dance experience like JLo and and Derek do but he's still someone that can feel it and and you know, have some something to say from it. He loves his hip hop too. Yeah, right. He does love True. his hip hop. I think. And that's one of one of the most important things was wondering like how we we would ask this a lot in rehearsal, but how is that going to make people feel? Mm-hmm. Like, or will this make them feel something? Right. And so I think that's a really good point to make because yeah, like he's kind of the general public eye. So mm-hmm. you know, it's. He he, kind of feel he he doesn't know what it is, but he knows yeah. when it's there. He's like, yeah, he's like, that's that it. Whatever that was, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. And you know, he is also someone that oftentimes is like, I need a story. He wants mm-hmm. a narrative through a lot of things, and dance doesn't always have to be a narrative. I really do believe that mm-hmm. there's there's different situations and movement and music and yeah. that can speak for itself. But totally, oftentimes he does want a story on something. Yeah. And so, but that's, I think, some of the viewers at home going, I don't understand that. If exactly. it's too abstract, yes. and there's it no storyline, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I don't know if I like that. So that right. is kind of a good point of what he represents on that show. Um, you did mention that your divisional finals number was edited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes. do you know how much they kind of took out, like about 20 seconds off of you? Do you know? So at the end of our th- of the cut, one of Neo's responses was, I have nothing to say. Oh, okay, maybe one thing is, uh, can you guys wear shoes? Or something like that, because we dance barefoot. So he just had this little joke that maybe next time wear shoes. That was his only critique. So we go through this big hullabaloo of our next routine to have sh- slip-on shoes that we can pop off. Yep. And make it a little nod to Neo. So originally, we came walking out of the gates. They open up. And Darian does color guard. So he has this amazing technique with the cane that he can just toss it up throw it catch it in a hand nice and he's like I could probably teach you something and I have butterfingers so <laughs> when we quickly discovered that level of very coordination quickly. very quickly so I tried to twirl it and I'm like dude 
no way, not okay. with the pressure. I could not do this. I would slip right out of my hands. I There's was like, no way. We got to do a simple, a simple little thing, and I have to be bad at it because I am bad at it. And he's like, okay, well, what if we make it like a joke, where like, you know, you go to do it and you're impressed by it. So I do a little twirl, and then he looks at me and he goes, and he does this crazy little flip. And out of anger, I just gash him in the knee with my cane because <laughs> he embarrassed me. But they kind of took out that little interaction, so the gash of the knee comes out of nowhere, and it it just looks it like it just looks like all of a sudden I just like, decided to hit him. You're like, why? <laughs> why? That's a weird choice. Okay. Why is she so mad at him? Yeah. Right, all of a sudden. So that's one thing where we were like, mm, that definitely took out some context of who we Some were playfulness too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and i thought it was fun and we even had like a characterized like walk out yeah you know, it wasn't just like we no- like normally walked out yeah right and took your position and everything and there was a whole moment there and, and it was I it was this cool why. little sound score too where right. it was like the footsteps and then like the noises uh, for the shoes popping off was like and yeah. they like actually well took... they kept that mm-hmm. they just eliminated the oh. the flip okay yeah they kept those two things mm. Okay. Interesting. I know. So then you watch it back, you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, it is one of those things that I, they're pressed for time and they move along. But it, right. it's, it's. I wish it wasn't the dances that they were editing. I think I there's know. other elements that we could totally. probably tighten up a little bit for season four. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's one, like, there's a moment that basically the ending, it'll take us a whole day of rehearsal to come up with. Or that intro, it'll take us six hours to come up with what is that moment and so when it's cut as the choreographer and the artist you're like ah oh, so much time I that just I say just this. really wanted to be seen especially people who like worked really hard <clears throat> and flew out there to be on the show to be edited as like a montage mm, like when they yes. um, I remember um, Serafina was a part of the ballerina. She was a ballerina, and she was with um. What was his? It started with an M. Merlin. Mar- it's something like it's Marlin. Marlin. I think one of those. Oh, I feel but, terrible if I'm butchering his name. I know, and and they were absolutely stunning. Like when I watched them backstage, I was like, yeah. "Wow!" You're like, "No joke, they're the real deal." Yeah, and they were a part of like Derek's opening thing, like Derek Piquet. They were a part of his opening thing. It just showed him watching them on the screen backstage and a montage version, and that's all you saw of them. They're not the only ones. I mean, this has happened in season one and two, and I think that they either... It's one of those things, I think, do we need as many contestants if you can't Mm -hmm. show them? Do we need to make it a smaller, tighter cast? Totally. Possibly. Um, maybe they have some reasons for that. They're worried someone gets injured, someone drops out, and they don't have backup. But editing material. Yeah. Right. There's always those situations. But then I start to think that I, I worry that we're cutting to the judges too much. There are moments, like, people start to turn to the back, and I'm like, well, what happened on that moment on right. the stage when I'm looking at Neo or Derek right. or uh, J-Lo? And I keep saying, I'm like, screen and screen. You can have, they do it in football. They do it in other right. other things. We can sit there and see the reactions and still see the dance here. Right. Um, but I think it, there's enough frustration on the artist side to this yeah. that something has to be retooled. It's worth investigating and seeing where they can tighten things up and, mm-hmm. and move things around. And we'll see. Like you work for hours on a certain transition. Yeah. I know. And we, this was another conversation to have where we'd be like... <laughs> Okay, well, we don't know what they're going to show, so everything has to be good. Right. Because in our mind, we don't know 
who's editing? And is the editor, you know, well-versed enough in dance to be like, oh, this moment needs to stay in, so let's cut from here when they're transitioning out of a move? It's a good question. But we don't know, so it could be that they edit the move and then they transit they show us transitioning out of it and yeah like our second round the divisional final or sorry the uh duels the duels the one that you liked where i'm on i start on his head and i'm basically crushing his entire neck All but right. we spent so much time just to figure out these little articulations of our arms and granted we appreciate that they loved the image but they just cut to their faces about and their reaction to what it looks like and so it's like man that part was so cool was i just wish that people got to see I it i know now it means Dang. you have to do it everywhere right <laughs> <laughs> you just have to keep on doing that so we can yeah. have the opportunity to see it um how did your bodies hold up through this because mm. your style is so incredibly athletic you're dancing it's a hard floor i know it it's not oh, an man. easy one to just be like let me just jump and leap and yeah do a couple lifts for, you also have to just do so many run-throughs in your like camera block and everything. Yeah. You're like you need to do it at least three times full out. In a row. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember for the cut. Yeah. The very the lift move, heavy. Yeah. The move where she does like the like back tuck around my arm and then I like cartwheel her out. My arm felt like it was gonna pop off by the <sighs> end of that week. And so yeah. we just anytime we were backstage, she's like, I know. I know, just massaging my shoulder. I'm like, it just I owe you hurts. this. <laughs> it just hurts. Were you able to keep yourself? How were you able to keep yourself healthy? I mean, were you yeah. doing the ice baths? Were you doing massage? Because you really had to make sure that you were at top level through this process. Yeah, I mean, I felt like we were in some of the best shape we had been in a long time, just from the challenges of the lifts we were creating and. We don't even realize it because we go back and we revisit these things like, wow, that that took a lot of strength. And, you know, I have back issues and neck issues that mm -hmm. I've suffered from for a long time. But a lot of the moves we had to tailor because I have a fracture actually in my, oh. in my neck. <laughs> and you were out there just, you know. Yeah. Oh, but, wow. And <laughs> I know. by her neck, in fact. <laughs> That's right. Just do it. Good idea, Darian. <laughs> but we always communicate each other like, this part I need more from you because it's hurting this or I need less from you because I'm trying to pull you and you're working against me whatever it is we just tell each other basically after every run how was that for you constant communication yeah. but it's yeah. also one of the fastest instigators of if you're in a bad mood and like something hurts you're like ah, it just hurts yeah. <laughs> and you're you're like fighting with each other because something hurts and but no one's doing anything wrong yeah you're both just trying to make the move happen yeah. you're like well you're doing this and you're like well, you're just on edge well, I, I need you to do less and you're like just mad yeah how long do your fights take are they brief and then you're over it or are you just yeah, like we i mean we don't even really fight i think it's just it's more of like a stern you can just feel the energy shift because most 99 percent of the time we're goofballs and laughing and like yeah. that's so cool and, and we're like vibing and then you know there's that like one percent time where it's not clicking and we're like okay well what do you want to do here i don't know you know and it's, it's the it's frustration just, i yeah. think mm -hmm. yeah more than anger it's just yeah like, yeah you're just like oh i'm so aggravated right. right now i need to figure this out yeah and, and you have to have that too though yeah because yes. you have if you keep it all inside <laughs> that totally. little moment of frustration <laughs> becomes a, an explosion yeah and that was that was what was really cool about the the process a lot of the time was even if you didn't talk about it right away, 
at a certain point, each of us, if we ever had something, we're mm-hmm. like, you know, I just got to say this so that I can, like, let it go and we can keep rehearsing. Yeah. But, like, that kind of upset me or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then the cool thing was is it just felt like once it was out, it was so yeah. much easier to move past it. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're done. Marriage. Yeah. I feel like we are. It's a dance marriage. Married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And any like any relationship, if you start to have these... You hold these resentments. You hold these bitter feelings. It's just going to trickle and affect everything and Festers. everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want it to fester ever. Yeah. And we value too much what we create together and just each other as people that it's like, no, I definitely see this long term, so let's figure out where to nip it, you know, right yeah. away. Did this inspire you guys to think more long term beyond the show? Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, this show just kind of gave us this, not that artist should rely on validation, but it gave us a validating experience to be like, okay, we could totally keep creating work together, mm-hmm. and it's it's great. We're really proud of it. And that um, was, like, part of why we wanted to do it in the first place. You know, we yeah. were like, we want to be able to get our work out there because, you know, a lot of people end up complaining about things they see, and everyone's just like, I don't like that. I don't like that because mm-hmm. of this. And I'm like... I found that in doing that, I was like, why am I complaining about it? Why don't I just go out there and try and change it by doing what I think should be done? Mm. And it was just like a pretty a pretty interesting take to have on it when I like thought about it. I was like, hmm, yeah, I guess that's the active way to go about changing that. <laughs> Isn't that mm-hmm. it's so true because this town, especially, you yeah. know, I'm sure New York has its own flavor of it too, but um we sit there and we think, well, why is this done this way? Or why right. are, yeah, you know what? Just go out there and create it and do it and people will show up mm-hmm. because they're going to be inspired by what you're doing. And maybe you inspire another generation yeah. too because it, we can either all do the same thing, which mm-hmm. is boring. And right. that doesn't propel art forward at all. And then you can just be bitter and sit behind a screen and be like, commercial dance is meh, or whatever, you know, about your feelings. And because we come from a, a concert stage background, mostly, and there is a small dichotomy of the concert world that, you know, doesn't necessarily love commercial dance. There's a bit of like a, hmm, what is that? Mm-hmm. And part of it comes from fear. Like, could I even do that? Part mm-hmm. of it comes from it's cheesy or whatever you know whatever people feel about it and we're like but how can we just put our own flavor to it and and um so be true to yourself which is kind of tying back to the very beginning of our conversation look at that genuine well it's interesting and um last year dance usa conference was here in los Mm. angeles and i hosted a panel on commercial dance and concert dance and how we bridge the gap awesome and it was an hour and a half panel and when they told me it was 90 minutes i thought it's a really long time for a panel. <laughs> we could have gone on for four totally. hours, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very passionate. And I, I think that there's a lot of pointing fingers on both sides of the community yeah. saying, well, you already make more money as commercial dance. Uh-huh. Concert dance is saying we're totally different. We don't make enough money. But there's a way to elevate everybody's salaries yeah. by working together. Mm-hmm. Concert dance will never make the same amount of money as commercial dance just right. because of where the funding is yeah. coming from. Right. However, we can elevate resources mm-hmm. and funding on both sides by sharing ideas of what works in the concert side and right. what works in the commercial dance side and 
but it was it was a wild panel. I was like, holy cow! And finally, at the end of the panel, like we had no minutes left, I'm and sure I literally had to be intense. like, you. I had to see one of the speakers. I was like, I, you are so passionate, but wow. I have to cut you off. Oh, I wish I. I'm gonna have to go watch that. Uh, that I, it wasn't like... even taped. Isn't that the no. worst part? It was at USC Kaufman. It was amazing. Oh wow! In their beautiful facilities, and it was a wild day. I still like have not forgotten it because it's it's weighed on my brain too yeah. because. I, as a commercial dance reporter, mm-hmm. there's times, and we were talking about this before I went in the air, like, I do want to cover more that happens here in Los Angeles in the yeah. commercial dance scene. The, I mean, on the concert dance scene, but we're not getting right. the views and the clicks, and so right. I have to sit there and evaluate. Or, yeah, yeah, evaluate. How can I tie certain things in? When can I feature someone? Right. You know? Um and, and it's it's a fine line. And so you guys were, you did Diavolo with uh, mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. When they d- do something like that, yes. that becomes an Blows opportunity. Up. Yes. Right. It becomes an opportunity for me to bring in the concert dance world and marry it with commercial totally. dance. And that's when we everyone has to just be open to all of these opportunities. Right. Commercial dance needs to take opportunities on the concert dance side. Mm-hmm. It's that's, crazy. That's kind of like was our approach to the show, actually, was a lot of like, how do we bridge that gap? Mm-hmm. How do we show and tell a story? How do we also get the wow moment so that the audience with like an attention span of 90 seconds is impressed and wants to watch it? Because there are times where 90 seconds feels long. You see some mm-hmm. things and you're like, man. You're like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I, I was good at 60 seconds. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you realize you're like, I couldn't sit here and pay attention to this for 90 seconds. I was like over it in 60. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. And and we all have shorter attention spans because we're constantly on, on our phones. Device. I yeah. it's it's crazy. I see it happen with myself. Sometimes I'm like, wait, I'm trying to complete three tasks and I've been in three Checking, different places. Refreshing or whatever it is. Yes. Which reminded me we do have a couple of viewer questions Ooh, for you guys. I know, I love that. I this. like questions. <laughs> you like questions? We got questions. Um Cheryl asked, um, did you guys feel it was worth to give up your jobs to focus in on world of dance? That's going back to obviously leaving Diablo. Mm-hmm. And, and focusing on a world of dance. Absolutely. Totally. 100%. No regrets. Not even like a... The feeling of, you know, leaving a company when it's mid-touring season is hard because you kind of feel like you let everybody down that's there to be left with, you know, okay, we're leaving and now we were the two leads of this show that was on tour. And we had, um, we had backups that were there, but... You know, it was definitely hard on the company. It's a big loss to them, of course, and for you as well. Yeah, and it's a family that we kind of had to, like, divorce from for a little bit. So there was no way that those two worlds could coexist, just in the scheduling of of the tour and the show. And, yeah, I mean, we felt really strongly about this show, and I don't regret regret anything. And we have, you know, great relationship now with our boss, and and everything's all right. So... I've got to imagine that there is some understanding after a little bit of hurt feelings because mm-hmm. that that comes into play because that's just human nature. But I, yeah. but understanding the opportunity, you guys did do America's Got Talent, so there there's an understanding there yes. of what that brings to the table. Totally, because it did wonderful things for Diablo. I mean, they have a they're like the in house I think company now mm-hmm. over at uh, the Wallace. So oh. yeah, I mean they're they they're get, they're oh, getting a little awesome. or they're getting like a nice little season with them. So I mean I think that these are nice opportunities yeah. too. So mm-hmm. I would say maybe the only thing that I regretted was like not knowing that my last show was my last show. Right, we were, <sighs> we could have never known that. 
Yeah, and living in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we finished. We finished at the Amundsen, mm-hmm, the music center. Yeah, and here in Los Angeles, for yeah. people that are across <laughs> the globe. <laughs> and that was our last show, and so not not knowing was probably the, like the sad part, and yeah. like you know all the things that come along with it when the group mm-hmm. like hugs you because it's your last show, and like the little moments that happen on stage when mm-hmm. it's someone's last show. So like not getting to have that was sad. Yeah, because yeah. goodbye was kind of just cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't really goodbye. It was just like, and we're disconnected. And, <sighs> but I'm glad to hear that, you know, yeah. fences are mended and people, they understand. It's just, Sometimes it just takes that little, like, we got to take a breath. We'll all come back yeah. to the table again. Mm-hmm. It's that same idea where, you know, of our divisional finals, the ending thing. Like, everything feels so huge and heated in the moment. And then you just, as life goes on, you're like, oh, no, it's it's, it's never good. going to define you as a duo. That. It's never going to. Right. Yeah. It was a moment in time. And, and we still have so much love for the company. It's like one of the most incredible companies I've ever been a part of. And it teaches you how to be alive on st- Like the most alive I think you could ever be on stage is definitely with Diavolo because you're constantly like fending for your life. <laughs> like literally because you could die. So survival you of the to, survival so mode. You have to be alive yeah. so that you do not wake die. Up. It's, I know it's so funny even I just pulled a couple of photos and it's like you know the big wheel and everyone everyone's yeah. just like hanging <laughs> and you're like you have to be paying attention Watch every second. Oh yeah. And ser- seriously everyone has the moment where a veteran member in the company has legitimately saved your life. Saved your life. Like where the veterans just like they just snatch you and like pull you out of the way or something. Watch out. Yeah. (laughs) Grab you by the scruff of your neck. You're like, okay. And you're just like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I know. I I can imagine like being, because obviously they have a repertoire so that you're you're being inserted into pieces. You're filling someone else's role. I've got to imagine it's big shoes to fill and you're a cog in wheels, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's no joke. It's got to be very intimidating to learn some of their work. Entirely. And we, when we were given these you know, lead role roles, it was like, what? I've never been on the wheel before, and that takes months of training, and I have to step in right now, and we only have three weeks to complete this whole piece? Huh? And in the whole process, you're like, you get frustrated because certain things just don't come easily. It's not basic math. You're like, how does my body work on an apparatus that I cannot control at all? Survival of the fittest, it sounds like. (laughs) You totally. feel so defeated sometimes when it yeah. doesn't work out right. You're like, this is stupid. <laughs> you're like, it shouldn't work. And then when you Why? get it, you're like, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, I love this piece. It's the best piece I've ever mm-hmm. done. Exactly. Um, a couple of choreography questions. It's kind Ooh. of a two-parter. Cheryl asked one part. Caroline asked the second part. So um, Cheryl wanted to know who or what are your influences in your choreography. And Caroline wanted to know what your process was for choreography. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. That is a really multi-pronged good one. question. Yeah. Um, I would probably say people like um, CD Larby or like Crystal mm-hmm. Pite. Totally. Um, Netherlands Dance Theater. Yes. Companies Ooh. like that yeah. where you're like, you never really know what you're going to see from them. Mm-hmm. Like Palavolis too. Really um, outside the box thinking. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just a, a lot of things all these artists have in common is that they make moments on stage. And that's what we kept going back to in our process. We were like, okay, but is this a moment? Mm-hmm. Or like, um, I remember Tabitha telling us and call out my name. She's like, you guys are dancing too much. Like, let us just see the moments that you have. Like, mm-hmm. take a couple of things out so you can sit with a moment 
for a little longer. Mm-hmm. We don't need your entire toolbox. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we all, yeah. I think artists just want, we're like, we got all this stuff, let's show them all. But mm-hmm. again, it, and again, it goes back to even that wow moment with Derek of just saying right. it doesn't have to be the big crazy trick that you've done twice or something. It can really be something beautiful and simple mm-hmm. and living in that. Totally. And then our process. Well, our process is is a tough one. Um, <laughs> Everyone's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing about it. Man, it takes us like probably the day before the final performance of anything to be like, we got it. We know what the ending is from from start to finish. We know this piece. And no matter how early we start it, we yeah. never know to like yeah. a day or two before. We can start a month before, and then and then it's you know at the very end of the month, and we're like, okay. We're performing tomorrow. We finally just got the piece. It's like professional procrastination, or <laughs> we're just perfectionists. I don't know which one. I used it to is. do that with my term papers. <laughs> like I would have all the research done, but I could not write it until the last week because yeah. I just felt creatively like I totally. couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's a very real thing. And we'll start mm-hmm. our process. It's not like we abandon the mission. We just we start and we, you know, we have like three different versions of a piece, and then we final finally settle on, you know, it's usually the combination between acting theater moments and then the tricks and we have those two versions and we kind of combine them together to be like this feels like a cohesive piece it's a lot of improv too Mm -hmm. um she'll do something and i'll be like that's really cool let me see what i can do it again so i can see what i can do to compliment do do you remember your improv (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. i'm like what did i do i blacked out i don't know (laughs) and it's it's actually a really cool process because i feel like it let us divide and conquer a lot of the time we're like she would do something a, a few times and I'd be like, yes, that is right. And then I'd be like, you want to see it? And she'd be like, yeah. So then I mm-hmm. like, we switch and we both got to have like the outside eye. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, it was just really cool when I thought I was doing something lame and she'd be like, no, that's super cool. Yeah. And I was like, wait, but what you're doing is cool. I thought I needed to beef mine up because <laughs> you're cooler. We always feel like the other is outshining it. Like the other. And so we're like, no, what do you mean? I think you're outshining me. I'm like, oh, really? I think, okay, great. We're on the same oh, cool. page. We're, okay. we're, we're bright. We're balanced. <laughs> yeah, we both have to like it at the end of the day, yeah. too. Like we sit down and watch the videos of ourselves and we're like, okay, do we like this? We do always film our process. Um, we try smart. to get that in at the end of every run. Is just okay. Let's even if you're going to mark this part, let's just get it so we can see it. Because you can't judge some. You can't judge a rough draft if it's not completed. You need a third eye in that room. Yeah. 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 If you don't have someone sitting there, you need the camera to right. kind of tell you mm-hmm. what's happening totally. and what's working, what's not. Yeah. Um, we just came upon the Emmys submission deadline. Oh, Did yeah. you guys submit? Now that's a smile. <laughs> We did. You did. Submitted. Can you tell us what you submitted? What pieces? We submitted um, our first three rounds. Great. Yeah. Perfect. So those are great and solid and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we felt like it showed a lot of variety. Like that was another Levels. thing. Mm-hmm. We challenged ourselves on the show to be different every week. Mm-hmm. So much so that sometimes people don't know which routine is our, like. They don't coin us as the same couple. Because, like, oh, you guys did that routine because we feel like we were different qualities throughout the show. Um, especially with our with our third or our fourth round and then our third round, if you compare the quality that was there, it's, like, very different approaches. So that was one thing we really tried to do, and hopefully that was successful. Fingers crossed. Uh, those nominations, 
will be announced July 16th. Yeah. I will be there live, so I'll text you guys. If I'm, oh, my uh, gosh. No, I know. Oh, no. Now if I don't hear from you, I'm going to yeah. be You're stressed gonna be like, out. No. I'm going to be oh, like, no, it's, uh, it's 9 p.m., and I didn't hear from her. <laughs> I'll be texting you at, like, eight, 5 in the morning. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have to wrap up, believe it or not. Oh, the hour is over. But um, this was a great sort of conversation. I really love hearing the concert dance um, side, too, because mm-hmm. I think it's an important discussion that we need to continue to keep alive, totally. continue mm-hmm. to bring to the table. So for everyone who wants to follow you and find out what you guys are doing post-World of Dance, will I see you season four? You ever coming back? No. I don't no. think so. Okay. No. Okay. No. There was an answer. That was an amazing process, but it yeah. was hard. We feel, we feel great <laughs> with how far we came, and we're proud. Excellent. So we'll follow you on social media. Where can we find you both? Uh, at Darian Loman on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Same for Facebook. It's just my name, D-E-R-I-O-N-L-O-M-A-N. How about you? And then my Instagram is at Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N underscore O-L-A-N-D-T. Perfect. And you guys have a joint account, too. We do. Darian Madison. Madison. Super easy. I love it. All right, you guys. We are going to be back next week. We're going to take it in a different direction. Maybe a little homecoming for you guys. I know. Really excited. We want to thank Dance Network and Popcorn Talk for hosting us today. For all of your dance news, check out dancenetwork.tv. We'll see you all next week. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.